Hey everyone, live from New York City, I'm Jay Dombeck and this is Sports In Depth. Hey guys, welcome to the show here today. We have a special guest to talk college football. I'm really excited and I'll give you a quick update on sports this week. Let's get it going. We'll start off with the NFL. Sunday's matchups. Last week I touched upon Bucks Dallas. Now let's dive into Sunday's best games. I'm really excited for what the Buffalo Bills are going to do this season. They went pretty far last season, and now Josh Allen is coming into his own. I really think they're going to be a true threat against Patrick Mahomes and those Kansas City Chiefs. And I do have the same AFC championship this year to come, Buffalo against the Kansas City Chiefs, and I don't know the outcome yet. I think it's going to be tight, kind of like last year, and if Buffalo finishes the job, Josh Allen really is worth all of that money. So a team to really watch for out of the AFC East is the Buffalo Bills. Transitioning the New York Jets against Carolina, I'm really excited for this matchup. Reason being, we have the New York Jets and Zach Wilson against the former New York Jet quarterback who is now in Carolina. And I think Sam Darnold really wants to stick it to these Jet fans. They kind of gave up on him, didn't get the offensive threats around him that were needed, and Sam kind of left New York a bit bitter. And I don't blame him, but I feel that Zach Wilson could be the fit for this new offense, and I think it's going to be a really close game, and I cannot wait. Advancing over, we want to shout out the other New York squad, the New York squad. If you ask me, the New York Giants, they host the Denver Broncos, and it's going to be a really good game. We just found out that Denver picked their quarterback. They picked their starter, Teddy Bridgewater, over Drew Locke, and I think that's the right move for Denver. I'm really excited to see the Giants' defense, that secondary, that front seven. Us staying healthy is going to be a big deal. Also, on the offensive side, uh, Saquon and Daniel are talented, our cue and our running back. Let's see if the other weapons around them, as well as our offensive line, stay up to the task. I think it's going to be a pretty good season for both New York teams. It'll be good to be right around 500 or greater. Uh, Greater is icing on the cake, but these are still young teams. Young teams trying to gel at early stages in their career. A lot to look forward to. You know, a a rebuilding process doesn't just take a year or two. Sometimes it takes four or five. Building around the right guys is key. And I think both teams are in a position to be successful. And next, touching upon America's Game of the Week. The New Orleans Saints host Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. I'm really excited. Reason being, you know, Jameis is the number one Q in New Orleans. We saw at the end of last season when Drew Brees lost to Tom Brady. Guess what? Drew stood right beside Jameis and said, you're the next Q. And that gave Jameis confidence. And I saw that confidence in preseason this year. It was like Jameis is ready. Not that Taysom Hill wasn't ready, but I agree with Sean Payton. Taysom Hill can be used anywhere in the offense. We see he's good on special teams. We see he's good in the slot receiver. I mean, Jameis is a pure quarterback, a smarter quarterback over in Tampa. We saw Jameis throw a lot of picks. I feel under Sean Payton's system, not as many picks, smarter decisions, and better offensive threats are now around him. 
And going back to this game, Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay, of course, Aaron making some noise about it possibly being a farewell tour, but I won't get too caught up in that. I think it's going to be a tight game. I think the Saints aren't going to be much of a drop-off team, as we've heard at the end of last season, because, you know, going right into Jameis, it's not like he's coming right out of college. He's been around the NFL. He learned the style. Uh, He was a starting quarterback for quite some time. And I think it's going to be a smooth transition. Yes, in that division, you still have the dangerous Tom Brady, the best to ever do it. But sneaking into a wild card spot does not sound too bad to me. I'm excited for that game. And wrapping up here with week one, I'm going to talk about the Sunday night matchup. And I'm really excited. The Chicago Bears versus the LA Rams. And I'm going to get into both sides real quick with the Chicago Bears. I think Coach Matt Nagy is doing a good job in preseason to the start of the regular season. I say that because he wants to start Andy Dalton. He wants to start the veteran. Now, Justin Fields, we know is the young prodigy. We know he is the quarterback of the future. But let's remember, guys, Patrick Mahomes sat at first as well. Aaron Rodgers sat at first as well. And this is how you learn. This is really how you learn when you start as QB2. And Justin's going to be just fine. I think Andy, if he struggles, Justin Fields will be in right away. But making him earn it, coming off the bench at first, that's going to be really good for him transitioning to the LA Rams side, they now have a new quarterback in a new system. Coach Sean McVay, we know he is a young phenomenon, one hell of a coach, and I may repeat that. They now have Matthew Stafford instead of Jared Goff. They thought, let's get a pocket guy with a great arm who makes great decisions. Jared Goff, he had some good games. You know, he got them to a Super Bowl. I agree. I think this is the right move. You bring a veteran into a really good football team, a football team that plays great on the defensive side of the ball and on the offensive side of the ball. And that's a lot to be said. In this matchup, I do have the LA Rams at home winning the football game, but two teams that are set up for their future. I think it's going to be really, really exciting to watch. Lastly, Monday Night Football. We know we all love Monday Night. And the first Monday Night Football game of the year, we get to watch video game Action Jackson. Uh, Lamar Jackson run the football all around the field versus the Las Vegas Raiders. Carr and Coach John Gruden. And it's going to be fun. I think both teams are going to be okay this year. I have the Ravens winning their division. I don't have the Las Vegas Raiders winning theirs, but I think they could get off to a decent start. In this game, I have the Baltimore Ravens on the road. I wanted to mention, that's why I got into Baltimore, talking about them this week. Speedy recovery for J.K. Dobbins out for the season. Tough injury, gruesome injury, and I hope a speedy recovery, and I hope he gets back soon. It's going to take a full year to recover. But I must say, Lamar Jackson, I think he'll be fine. They still got Hollywood Brown running routes along the perimeter. So I think the Ravens are going to be just fine, even without J.K. And that's a wrap for the NFL today. And now we're going to talk college football with Aaron Allen. And here with longtime U Miami fan and a college football expert, Aaron Allen. Welcome to Sports in Depth, bro. Happy to have you. What's going on, guys? Thanks, JD. Thanks for having me on the show, man. It's a pleasure. Yeah, anytime, anytime. Uh, I'll start you off with some questions to get the people pumped. 
about college football season. So who's your favorite U-Miami college football player, and which player do you think had the biggest impact in the NFL? Oh, you know, that one's a tough one, considering of how good the teams in the past have been. You know, when you look back in 2001, that whole that whole squad, there were 17 players drafted in the first round, and I don't think any other team in school history can say that. But if I had to pick one, I'd probably say Sean Taylor. That or Ed Reed, which is so hard for me, but I'm a big defensive guy. I think Ed Reed has made the biggest difference in the game, but I think Sean Taylor has opened people's hearts more than anybody. You know, it's a tragic story seeing what what happened to him and the bright future he had ahead of him just taken away. But it's hard to say who would have been the better safety ever when you talk about Ed Reed and Sean Taylor. You know, of course, you can't forget about Ray Lewis and Jonathan Vilma. I mean, Vince Wilfork, it goes on and on. That school's pushed out a lot of legends, man. Yeah, absolutely. You Miami, a lot of legends. That's why you're a fan of them, brother. What are some of your predictions for the U Miami schedule this year? I really want to hear your thoughts here. You know, there's different schedule predictions when you go on and look, listen to anybody, but everybody seems to be around the same page, around 10 and 2, 9 and 3. But I'm going to go bold here. And I got 11 and 1 for the Miami Hurricanes. Uh, I wish I could say 12 and 0, but week one, I just can't. I got to put my pride aside. It's just, I don't see it happening, you know. Bama's too much of an elite program. Their coaching is just too good. It's They filter out coaches in and out. Bill O'Brien coming in from the Houston Texans. Nick Saban puts whoever he wants in the on his team. So it's a tough one. And that second loss everyone has coming is North Carolina. It's tough for me to talk about that one considering what happened last year. I'm sure everyone remembers that. 62-26, to 26, we got road graded. Uh, over 500 yards rushing for the North Carolina Tar Heels. We got spanked, and it's unacceptable. But this year, I think it's going to be totally different. And this team is really experienced. We have almost 200 starts on the offensive line. Uh, our defense is looking strong. And, of course, do not forget about De'Aaron King. He, in my opinion, should be the face of college football, a great person. He's a seventh-year super senior. He's going to have a hell of a year, man. He, he's something special. He, everybody's scared about his health with his ACL tear in the bowl game last year, the Cheez-It Bowl, Oklahoma State, which, you know, it's terrible for him to go down like that. But if you listen to him talk, he even says, it's only been eight months, but all that rehab, my knee feels even better than before. I feel faster. When I get in that pool, I'm working muscles that I haven't worked in my life that you don't even think about. So he says he feels faster after the injury. And let's talk about these transfers, man. We got Charleston Rambo out of Oklahoma elite receiver that didn't get the amount of touches I think he should have last year, but he is something special. And then you go over to Georgia, we got a steal. Tyreek Stevenson, cornerback from Georgia, he is amazing. I mean, he would have got a lot of reps this year, probably been a starting DB on that team. So overall, there's a lot to be excited for. Let's go 11-1. and Well said, and uh, I agree with everything you said, Aaron, and I hope to watch firsthand with you a Bama upset you guys beat them i think that'd be awesome to see of course that'd be icing on the cake and that would be a perfect season for you guys based on the prediction if bama goes down but i like it and i agree unc yes they have sam howell but different team from last year and uh miami i think they'll really be off to a hot start so uh transitioning can you give me an upset alert a sleeper pick you can do it from the u miami schedule or any schedule around college football 
<laughs> you know, I got to start off with uh, with my, my team, Miami, you know. Uh, you know, like I just said, I don't think it's going to happen, but you got to be on alert. It could happen. We could upset Bama. If not, give me the points. Let's cover the spread. And let's move on to Louisiana, group of five school. Could they go in and beat Texas again? I don't know. It's possible. It's definitely possible. You know, and uh, shout out Gabby D, Polly D. You know, I'm not a big uh, Florida State fan, but let's give it to the Seminole. What about Sunday, September 5th? They're playing Notre Dame. I think it's possible. If Mackenzie Milton's healthy and comes out playing well, I think they may catch the Fighting Irish off guard. They could catch them there. And one more for you. What about Minnesota taking on Ohio State on Thursday? I think that's a big one. You know, they're a 14-point favorite. Ohio State is the clear favorite. But they got a brand-new quarterback, freshman. He's still getting his feet wet. First game, C.J. Stroud. I think, you know, obviously, if you're going to commit to Ohio State, you have talent. But is he going to be able to make that step forward in the collegiate level? We'll see. Uh, That one's really hard to tell. But I think Minnesota has a chance. So, let's see it. Uh, Yeah, I hear you. I like the shout-outs on the FSU side. Um, as you mentioned, and I wanted to wrap up with this one, Heisman choice. Who's your Heisman choice and why? Okay, well, I don't want to sound too mainstream, but I don't see any other, I have two guys. It could go Spencer Rattler or DJ, sorry if I messed this up, Inga Laloa. Either one I think has a great shot. DJ, you know, if he gets by Georgia, that schedule's a clear path to the playoffs. And if he plays well, he's right up there in the top three. And give it Spencer Rattler. I think he'll take it this year. Oklahoma looks like something special. There's a reason that they start out the season number two without anything proven to be there. This team is going to be amazing. And everybody likes to talk about how, you know, their defense hasn't been great. Well, this year is different. Nobody questions the offense with Lincoln Riley, but this defense will be special, and I think Spencer Rattler's going to put up Heisman numbers, and I think he takes it home. There you go. I agree, Spence. And I'll tell you one thing, Eric. Oklahoma getting in that college football playoff, I think's guaranteed. Uh, no cold takes here on Sports in Depth, but I for <laughs> sure have them, uh, if not going the distance, I want to see Oklahoma against Bama myself. Uh, I'm sure you agree. Yeah, it's a long way away, but I'd love to see that. They got a long way to go. Keep in mind, they've lost to uh, Kansas State two years in a row. So can they keep that head-scratching loss off their schedule? That'll be the key. For sure. I mean, college football, as we all know, one loss, maybe two. You can't have too many more than that. The head-scratchers are what decide seasons, and just one can keep you out of that college football playoff hunt. With that being said, thanks so much, Aaron, for sharing your knowledge in college football today. We'll definitely have you back on soon. Hey, thanks, J-Dog. It was a pleasure uh, having me on here. So until next time. Until next time, my friend. That was Aaron Allen talking college football here today. That's a wrap for season two. Thank you folks for listening and sticking with me all season long. Enjoy your Labor Day. See you guys in two weeks to break down week one of the NFL. J.D. out.